So this is Nick Faldo giving a clinic to literally about a dozen people and I was able to be a part of it. This is a question that I asked him toward the end of the session about how he controls distances with his wedges and I found the whole thing just super fascinating. I'm going to publish um, this entire clinic in some different segments because I think the whole thing all at once is, is just too much. It was an hour and 20 minutes. So this is a little segment on wedges and it's really cool because the clinic is given to elite junior golfers. So he doesn't water it down for the general public. This is real deal type stuff and throughout the entire clinic is just real deal Nick Faldo competing, how he handles pressure, how he really, really went about his craft. And um, I thought it was super fascinating and um, Truth be told, is his stuff was really quite consistent with how I've sort of gone about things. So it just served to validate that for me personally, I found it really interesting that, that it was sort of validating how I was thinking about things too. And, uh, and then a bunch, right? So, um, but really, really cool stuff. I hope you guys enjoy it. It's um, a little bit windy. I did all I could to cut out some of the wind, but I'm not a, an audio expert. And um, I think it's, it, it's definitely tolerable for my ears. And I think the content is just spectacular. And it's totally worth it to me. So I hope you guys like it. And uh, there'll be more of these to come. He gets into full swing and all kinds of stuff that I think is really going to be beneficial for everyone. So enjoy it, guys. This is the Golf Essentials Podcast with Casey Bork. Hey Nick, quick question. I'm curious what kind of what kind of system do you deploy for controlling distance and direction with your wedges? Are you more like a mathematical guy or are you more uh, of a feel guy? Oh uh, yeah, good that's a good good, good point. You know? So I call it the clock face. Um, so to me that is nine o'clock. Three. There's my clock at six o'clock, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, nine o'clock. This part's just a little tricky to understand. He explains when you're on the range to put markers out on the driving range in various distances, say 10 yard increments, up until whatever the full length yardage for that club is. So 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, whatever. Um, and then the technique is uh, as per a clock face. So thinking of your hands and your arms as moving around a clock face. Think of your left forearm or your left arm being the, the, the hand of a clock, nine o'clock to nine o'clock. So the, the follow through matches the backswing, which lends itself to a con consistent rhythm. And we're not trying to overpower the shot. We're trying to control the distance. And he's talking about calibrating those distances. So that's how it, that's his method. Uh, all really cool stuff. Um, get up, cross a pitching green for somebody, even across a range or anything. Put markers out, put them out at different, you know, start at 20 yards even, 20, 25, 30, 30, all the way out to so full length of a wedge, whatever that might be. Um, and then you take your, whatever it might be, you're probably going to, most of them have three wedges, and your wedge in a gap, middle 55 to 60 or 58, whatever. So I know that if I take this club back, my hands back, nine o'clock, and I go through nine o'clock, we 
61, great. Pretty good, I'm trying to show that for 60. So I know that will give me 60 yards of carry. So we work on it, don't we? So we know, I know, so if I go 10, 10, a little further, I should hopefully get 10, 10. Okay, that's going to be 70 yards, something like that. Let's see. 70, yeah, I've got more wind. What about 75? Oh, I went too far. Okay. So you calibrate yourself. Bottom line is you hit nine o'clock, nine o'clock with each club and see what your average distance is. You know you carry it that distance. Then you do ten o'clock, ten o'clock with each club. You know your distances. Real quick interjection here, it got pretty windy. Nick's talking about knowing carry yardages down to as short as like twenty yard pitch shots. So having a lofted club that you know you can take 8 o'clock to 8 o'clock that carries 20 yards is super handy to have. If, if I've got a 20 yard if I want to carry 20 yards, it's great to find a club with a loft that you say 20-20, it kind of carries 20 yards. So I know that if I take that 20-20, it will carry 20 yards. It's nice to have that. I know if I take whatever club, I just go 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock, and it's going to carry 30 yards, but I know I've got to do so in this section, Nick's talking about a crossover that exists. So a full 58 degree flies 85 yards for him, but if the lie is sort of sketchy, then it might make some sense to do a 10 o'clock to 10 o'clock 55 degree. Um, so as you, as you figure out your carry yardages for different wedges and different clubs in your bag, you're going to notice that, say, an 8 o'clock longer club would carry the same distance as a 10 o'clock lob wedge, for instance. So he gets a little deeper too, which is really cool about how he traveled, played in different conditions, and writing all these yardages into his yardage book, which totally supports my stance on knowing your numbers, relying on the facts, and that really, really helps you gain more precision over time, feel more confident, play better when you're nervous, and um, at the end, he really talks about that. He talks about relying on facts and not beating yourself up. So if you get a bad yardage, make a good swing and the ball doesn't end up where you hope it would, don't blame yourself for it. The game's hard enough, guys. Now what happens is really cool. You'll then get a crossover. So for me, my 58 goes 85, right? And then I know so that's full out. So if I'm into the wind or I'm sitting on a sandy lie, I've got to carry 85, I'm not so sure, right? But I know my 55, as we're saying, at 10-10 or something, aggressive 10-10, will go 85. So that's a much safer bet, isn't it, than trying to hit a full shot of an awkward lie with a bit too much wind. So that's when you heard say, you know, you throttle back. So that's really cool to know, so I then know well. So now I'm feeling confident because I know what I'm doing, not just busting it or no idea. So that's a really so you can get in the back of your yardage book. I used to do this every week. And the other important thing is this grass is going to be different to other grasses across America, or the or the air density, temperature. Like when we go to the links, we're on firm old thousand year old grass at sea level, the thick air. You might only get, you might lose 10 yards. So you need to know that. So you practice all these in different locations and in the back of your yardage book, you have that, put down all those distances, 30, 
35, 45, and you write down all the, the clock faces if you wish, and, it, and you'll get like a little sliding scale. So it's nice again when you're under pressure. I've got 99 yards, it's downwind, okay, so it's playing 90, and whatever else could you say? Um, the lie is heavy, bit wet, mm, it's going to be. So you've got an actual sliding scale, so you can then look at the hole. To make it fly 90 yards off wet ground, this particular week, I need my pitching wedge 10 seconds. Again, when you're nervous, you might be on the last hole, rather than doing all that calculation and getting it wrong because you're under pressure, boy, we've seen that enough times. And that can cause. I, I go, that causes everything. It's unbelievable how. You can make a mistake like that, and then it causes an absolute spiral. Like I can't play, I can't win, I can't do this. I had a real story. I had a young girl, poor thing, devastated, playing in one of my tournaments. She came down a 17 hole at Island Lock Home. Very difficult shot, green with water front and back. She hit it in the water. It all went wrong. She's okay. Lost the ball. TV. I never, I, you know, I hit a simple wedge shot into a bunker left, and you start going, what's, what's my game? I've lost it. I can't do this, especially if on this Sunday. I'm, you know, I'm choking. I can't handle it. And I came in and watched it on TV. I was aiming in the bunker. Oh, I did. Stick to the facts. This is another way of saying stick to the facts, isn't it? When you played and shot a rotten day, go, okay, replay the, just be factual, not oh, feel lousy, it's terrible, I hate this, you know. Go, okay, how many drives, where did my drives go? Oh my gosh, I hit, I was in 10 drivers today, and six of them went in the left rough. Well, that's a good start, isn't it? That's a factual. And then from that left rough, oh, the best I could do was right rough. Okay, you see? And you see, that that's just all factual. So then you think, okay, so let's start getting the driver. If we get the driver on the fairway, whoa, what a difference on those holes. Get the driver on the fairway, hit the thing on the front of the green, and oh, made my putt. You get me? As simple as that. We all beat ourselves up. So, you know, but start with the facts. You know, if you can. Hey guys, hope you found Nick's wedge play stuff pretty fascinating. I sure did. He's a big fan of benchmarking your distances, practicing with a purpose, and leaning on facts to analyze your game. Definitely helps in terms of playing under pressure, especially the stuff that he was doing in his career. So really cool to hear it from a six-time major championship winner and the world number one for many, many years. So hope you enjoyed it, guys. There's lots more to come from Nick. Hey, if you haven't subscribed to the Golf Essentials podcast, it'd be super cool if you did. If you really like the stuff, please share it with your buddies. I would really, really appreciate it. Thanks, guys.